Hello, welcome to Unheard Thoughts. I'm Abyss, and I'm joined by Ram today as my co-host. And today we'll be talking about marriage in the modern world. Um, so this is going to be a normal conversation. I'll ask you some questions. You can ask me, and it'll go pretty well. But uh, okay. Um, so to start with, um, clearly people in the West, their marriages don't seem to work out as much as people would hope, right? And you would maybe assume from the fact that they can date people, get to know them, like take their time and getting married, that maybe it would be more successful. So like, what are some factors that you think contribute to this lack of successful marriages? Um, the different factors, if I had to name anything off the top of my head, I would say one thing would definitely be uh, just lack of preparation. Because people nowadays, you see, that's also another hard thing to say. Because farther back, you know, it was more of like you're 16, you're automatically married, and those ones lasted longer. But then again, there was less uh, opportunities to get divorced, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Okay. Even now, people are thinking either, either people don't try at all. They assume that everything's going to work out. And, like, they meet someone, they think they like him, and they just automatically get hitched. Or they just, they either just get randomly hitched or they prolong it for so long that they they don't remember why they started it, I guess. Okay. I like what you said about preparation. So, like, we can do with that one. I think I have, like, one or two more. But when it comes to preparation, I don't think people prepare themselves for marriage. Now, I might say some things that might sound a little bit rude, but I'm trying to be respectful, but still as honest as possible. Like, one thing by preparation is, like, generally men like younger women. Mm -hmm. Just uh, not pedophiles, of course, but, like, generally, you know what I'm saying. Um, (laughs) It's like, I like younger women. No, I don't. Um, So, like, when females leaving high school, what are they all told to do? Go to college. Okay, now... If you go to college, those are going to be years you're at college. Now, let's say you're, like, a pretty smart female. You're going to have, like, a pretty good life. You're going to probably go to college. Yeah. Maybe you'll go for a master's. Yeah. Maybe you'll go for a PhD. Makes sense. And after you do that, you're probably going to work a couple of years. You didn't go through all that, get in debt, just to not use what you learned, right? Yep. Now, the irony of this is I have no issue with women going out to learn. Go ahead. I have sisters who went to college and stuff like that. Like, I have nothing against it. But I do have something against this, thinking you can get it all. So, like, you can't be like, oh, I'm a 30-year-old woman. I want to get this dream guy of mine that's this, this, and that. I'm like, it's, you didn't prepare yourself for this. If you want something, you plan for it. When these females, they want to go to college and get this job, so what do they do? They do what they need to do in high school. They write their essays. They do certain steps to get there. But then they claim to want to get married, but don't necessarily do the steps that would make them get married in the most optimal way, Right? Yeah, that makes sense. Nowadays, like, we call it, we have too, it's too complicated. Before, it was, you know, you get older, you go to school if you have the chance, but otherwise, once you're done, you basically work with your parents and you take over whatever they're doing. You have a wife, you take care of her, you have kids, and the cycle starts all over again. Now, you have, like, way too many avenues. You got, what do you call it? You go to high school, you can either go to college, you can go to trade school, you can go straight into the workforce, you can get married right away, you can get married before you're out of high school, like... 
Mm-hmm. It, it's so complicated that now people don't even know what the hell they're doing and they're like stumbling through everything. And it's hard to <laughs> discern whether or not what kind of path they're going to take. And I think it really is hard to discern that, especially when like you feel very pressured by like kind of like society as a whole to do a certain thing. Like college is kind of like seen as like the right path as like a majority in my opinion like um so it it's kind of bad and what makes it even more interesting is that when these females go to college it's not like they're planning this but they're in the future the amount of sexual like potential romantic partners they can have becomes limited so like let me justify my claim a little bit females generally date or marry guys who make more money than them females go to college more than men do nowadays yeah so these females, they're getting more money than the average man, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, if I'm only going to date someone who has more money than me, and I have more money than most of the men, my pool of options is already limited. So in, in this limited pool now, like, let's just say I want a guy who's six foot. I limited it even more. Then I go, I want a guy who makes like, let's just say 100K. I limited it even more. Then I go, I want a guy who I find attractive. And studies have shown that females don't find guys as don't often find guys that attract like i think there was this one study i had like, like that i was reading that said they think the average guy looks bad like i don't <laughs> even know make it make sense the average guy is less than average right so with all these factors coming into it it's like are you really putting yourself in a position for a good marriage when the options that you have may not be or it's very unlikely for it to be something that would maybe satisfy you like it would actually work out i don't know how to put it but i think you get the point mm-hmm. uh, again s- similar to what i was saying with things in terms of what they want to do in life being complicated now everything is complicated in terms of what they can get because see that's the problem with too many options too many options it's good in some ways you know it gives you an opportunity to try different things it gives you an opportunity to do different things or to be different mm-hmm. things but then it also puts people in positions where they're too paralyzed to make a different choice, too paralyzed to make any choice sometimes. And they're overwhelmed with so many different things that it's just impossible to pick the right option nowadays. And honestly, I agree with that. Like, you only really have one life. So, like, it's not like everyone is going to go reading studies and, like, really going to be thinking about marriage. Because nowadays, people think marriage is something for the future. They go, I don't need marriage. Like, in the old days, men generally had to get married to even really get sex. Nowadays, we can get that without marriage. So, like, here's another reason that I think marriage rates are going down. So, like, females obviously like, have less options of the type of men they want. But when it comes to men, like, the men who can get women, like, if I'm a good-looking man, tall, six foot plus, girls like me, right? Yeah. And I don't want to get married. I have I see no benefit in getting married. I can just go around having sex with as many girls as I want with no commitment. I have no reason to get married. Like, I'm assuming that he has, like, no religious affiliations and stuff like that. But, like, why should I not do that? So, like, if a girl likes me, like, let's say I'm a six-foot guy who looks really good. I hop on Tinder. The average guy isn't going to get anything. But I'm going to get girls every other day if I wanted to, right? Why shouldn't I? Why should I be dumb enough to get married and risk losing all my money? Why should I settle down and put my name and assets, like, next to this person's name? Why would I risk that? I would be dumb to. If I'm a horny guy, let me have sex all I want. if I choose to settle down, it's definitely going to be in the future. But that itself is unlikely because the divorce rates are quite high and it's normally started by women. So why would I risk that? You know what I'm saying? Exactly, exactly. And it's a similar now, thing you kind of mentioned. 
uh, the uh, money as well. And it's the same thing with that because nowadays, like before, it's like, you know, you get married at most, you have like a dowry, you get a house or whatever. And that's pretty much the end of that. And pretty much all the uh, assets go towards taking care of children and maintaining everything. And now it's like, what do you call it? Oh, you have a decent job, do you? You have, you know, a decent amount of income and you're living comfortably. You know, are you comfortable with uh, hitching together with someone and risking that, you know, they divorce you and take half your crap with them, you know? You're right. It's just a risk people aren't willing to take. And I, I, I can see why. But the the interesting part is, it's like, like you mentioned dowry, like dowry isn't even necessarily the same as it is in American culture, even in the past, as it is like in other places today. Yeah. So like when it comes to dating, females essentially said, we're going to give these horny men access to sex without any risk of commitment. And what, what did the horny guys who get girls say to that? It was the best deal they ever seen. They said, I don't got to commit to this girl. I don't got to do anything. And, and I get sex. Like that's, that's, that's a win-win. He ain't risking his money. So that's why like now, even in, it's, it's gotten so bizarre that like guys who are good looking enough, they realized this in high school. The good looking guys get sex, but ironically enough, male virginity is on the rise. And you'd be it, it's it's weird because people claim it's the hookup culture. It's like there's a hookup culture if you're a certain type of guy. Just like you would have plenty of options in women if you're a certain type of guy. It's it's quite skewed. So like the top 20% of guys are probably getting over like 80% of the women. Because all the women generally want the same type of guy. Like, you know, the tropes, six foot, six figure, six mm. this. And the issue with that is. If you all want the same guy, like they don't seem to realize how much option that guy has. So like I've seen a lot of women go, oh, how come this guy won't commit to me? And I'm like, why should he? Why you? What makes you different than any other girl? Do you know how many girls like him? If you like a guy, I'm assuming you'd be good enough that another girl would like him, right? Like if I think a girl's cute, I probably think my friend probably thinks she's cute too. Maybe not to the same degree, but I'm not dumb enough to see a really hot girl and go, my friend, he wouldn't smash that if he wanted. Like, no, no, that's, I'd be deluding myself. Like, and you can see this by like when there's a celebrity and like if he was to date like a regular girl, she clearly knows other girls want him. Yet she's deluding herself to thinking that he should commit to her. My question I always ask girls is, okay, you find the guy of your dream, right? You see him, you're in close contact with him. Like you can talk with him. Why should he pick you over any other girl? If they tell me they look good, I'm going to go, there's always going to be a girl that looks better than you. They tell me they'll give him sex. He can get sex anytime he wants. What are they going to do? Marry him? No. He, why would he want to get married? You see? And it's like, this might sound a little bit rude, but it's like normally the type of guy that a girl would want, he he probably doesn't want to settle down. He probably doesn't. He probably wants them for like sex, but why would he get in a relationship? Exactly. Because there's no reason. There's a sex bit. There's finances like either you're just out of college and you're screwed over with debt and then if you get hitched that's even worse or you know you're not with debt you're successful and that will screw up your finances that'll be worse or your parent or it's something you know cultural or uh, familial you know maybe your parents just like oh yeah i met this girl but you know i don't want to marry her because my parents will basically disown me you know that kind of thing or like it's just forbidden in my culture to even associate with that kind of person and they avoid that as well yeah, the cultural bit gets quite intense in some parts of the world. Like, mm. I, I know some places where, like, they won't even let their son or daughter just marry someone from a certain race. And it's like, it's, I, I mean, I would say that's blatantly racist, of course. Like, don't marry that person from that race. And it's like, well, goddamn, like, that's, that's like its own difficulty. But 
I, I think I had a point about what's it called? I was thinking something. So like in America, one of the other things that I think that really makes marriages go bad is that earlier you were talking about so many options. Whether you're in married or like just dating, you see so much. So like America is quite a sexualized place. Like literally you'll see an ad for a razor with a girl in a bikini and then like you go, <laughs> I don't want that razor. Like, no, you don't want that razor. Clearly you want something else. But like um, it, it's quite a sexualized place. So like everyone is like on social media, right? And a lot of the times when guys are on social media, they will see girls that look good. They might even see girls looking good that might do some sexual movements or things like that. So, like, assuming the girl you're dating is not the hottest girl to you in the world, as I assume it is for most guys. Most guys aren't going to get the girl that thinks the best in the world. Every day being bombarded with something that, like, you would be sexually attracted to, it's it can take a toll on how committed you want to be to your wife. So, like, one day when, like, maybe, uh, like, a girl that's what you find attractive is willing to give you some, you're like, well, oh my God, here I've been looking at these from afar, just appreciating it. It's like, why not do it? Like at some point being bombarded with that so much, like not to say women are meat and men are animals, but like if a lion sees meat next to it every day and then like it has a chance to eat the meat, why wouldn't it eat the meat? It's like, especially if they're not married, what do they have to lose from doing that? You know? Like, you can only find out someone's a cheater once they got caught cheating. So it's like, what do they have to lose? Not much. And maybe you could even argue from their perspective, they could even be dumb for not taking that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'd say if there'd be another factor, uh, I don't, I don't want to come off weird about this, but uh, individuality is another issue in my opinion individuality mm-hmm. in some ways it's good you know it allows me to be me you to be you allows people to do their own thing all the time but that's also yeah. that's also an issue because like pointing back to you know older times again uh what do you call it basically your life cycle is get born get married have kids die that was basically <laughs> your entire lifetime and yeah. the cycle just kept repeating like there that was just the way of life but now yeah. you know you, you you can go to school, you can get a job, and what do you call it? You have your own ideals, you have your own methodologies that don't always line up perfectly. And like you get married, then you know something's the tiniest thing that in most of the people's eyes, you know, is just something you can brush off, just catches between the two of you, and that just starts a whole nother like can of worms. Honestly, that's so true, especially like when we live in a society. Of instant gratification where we can get things we want if i want food i can go like the store and i will get it right now if i want to order something i can order it it will like come within maybe like a week like i can we can get so much what we want right away so if i'm in a relationship and something goes wrong as you said why should i stay in that relationship so like especially if i have options right so like let's say a little thing goes wrong but it, it caught my attention i'm gonna go look i don't need her I, there's other girls i can get or she can go i don't need him there's plenty of other men i can get this clearly isn't working out. I'm done. This happened one too many times, mm-hmm. right? Like in the old days, you used to be like, "Oh man, I I, I kind of need him a little bit more than this. Maybe it needs to get more serious. Maybe the, and they might not have had as much options to divorce." Nowadays, divorce is so easy that it's like questionable <laughs> how easy it is, you know. And like it's a degree that men are like, "Well, that's a risk I'm not willing to take." Like quite easy to make it happen, and a lot of repercussions to it as well. Mm-hmm. So especially when like little things like that can go wrong. I've known people who've dated for like over eight years. I'm like, 
god damn you're still dating you're practically married just, just <laughs> with a different title you know like what is the difference between dating and marriage in the first place if not just by name like i don't know like maybe you get tax benefits for marriage mm-hmm. maybe there's an event for marriage but besides those i can't really think of an actual difference that happens you know religiously there might be a difference right but like again like just like in a regular term i can't really see a difference between dating and marriage but I guess the easiest one to point out would be commitment. Marriage generally entails more commitment, but technically nowadays that isn't necessary. If you're like ignoring like the parts about like, well, number one, because technically you can be committed dating one person, just don't marry them. And with marriage, you can be married and still technically not be committed. But generally commitment would be the differentiating factor. But nowadays it's not even, it's not as existent as it should be. So people would question why you'd want to get married anyway. Like, I think I remember asking this, person once she was dating a guy for like a couple of years it was over three i forgot the amount and she just goes yeah i've been dating him we live together like we, we, i'm just like well they're basically <laughs> married like you can put it in you can put it on the paper but they don't and really they have no reason to why risk it you know she doesn't need his money she got her own mm-hmm. he he doesn't need to risk that divorce and it's like okay it makes sense you know yeah the hesitancy is really real. Like, honestly, like, it's so prominent. Like, it's so well known that, you know, people are just so, you know, they don't want to get married that it's, like, basically law at this point. Like, common law marriages, you know? You yeah. live with a person long enough, you're basically buried at that point. So, because they, <laughs> common law marriage having did. I remember when I first read about that, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> live with them long enough here. <laughs> Like, the government decides for you. Uh, it's like, babe, are we married? I don't know. The government says we are, though. Um, I think also with, like, um, preparation for marriage, people suck at vetting out an actual good future partner. So, like, if it's it's quite uncouth to, like, ask certain questions during the first date. It's like, I got to get to know them first. It's like, I'm not going to fall in love with someone just to know we have completely different life plans or completely different ideologies on certain things. So, like, if I'm dating someone, I can be like, ah. I think like first dates should literally be like information sessions, not not like strictly, but be like, yo, where do you see yourself in the next three years? What do you believe? Do you do this? What what are your thoughts on raising a kid? When do you plan on getting married? Because like if if I'm someone actually looking for marriage, what does it matter if I end up liking the person if they don't plan on having a long term relationship anyway? Like, I'm no genius here, right? But like, let's assume I'm dating someone, right? And I find out they've had five relationships before me, right? And let's say they're like. 35, those relationships, I don't know. They, they all lasted different amounts of time. My question would be is, why would I think that he would settle for me? Why would he settle for me? Like, if he's dated all these other girls, you, you would have to start asking yourself, I mean, unless you're just dating for sex, go ahead and do you. Like, obviously, my religious beliefs, I don't necessarily believe in dating. So the question would be, he's dated five other people. He hasn't committed to any of them. What makes you think he's going to commit to you? Do you just have a special cat between your legs? I don't know. Tell me, do you think he might have changed? Yes, he might have changed, but shouldn't you have him prove it to you first? I feel like people go into dating with this very idealistic mindset. Like once I catch feelings, everything will go my way. No, your feelings don't change reality. I don't care how much you love a guy. He can still be stupid. All right. Like I know a girl who liked that guy. He cheated on her because he got bored. She doesn't know. (laughs) I don't even know why he told me. I wasn't going to tell her. I ain't Captain Save a Captain Save a doesn't normally work out in your favor. So it's just like, I feel like people need to be more, if they are actually trying to get married, they need to be more aware of how dating really is. It's like, I don't even really believe dating gets 
lets you get to know someone. How are you getting to know them? If a girl tells me, look, come this place next week, eight o'clock, or like if I tell her, come this place next week, eight o'clock, it's not going to be me coming. I'm going to show her the best me possible. If I want to get in her pants, I will tell her what she wants to hear. I've seen guys have sex with ugly girls. I would call her, they would call her beautiful that night. They're going to look an ugly girl in the face and be like, oh my God, your eyes, I just see the stars, the amazing, <laughs> stunning. And then after they have sex, they're done. Maybe they'll do it a couple more times, but they will say or do whatever they need to do to get in their pants. And not, I'm not saying this is all guys. I'm not like all men are trash. Like, no, obviously all men aren't trash. But men who have the, or with, it's with, Men whose it's within their capacity and their ability, it's within the type of looks they have, the type of swag they have, the like it's within their attractiveness mm -hmm. that like females have, they can get away with that. And they do. And I know this because females will literally look at a guy they know is a player, and like they might call him hot or something. It's like, oh my god, isn't he so cute? It's like, look, what, what are you saying? Like, don't you have more isn't there more pressing issues than how he looks and how much money he has right now? But looks and money dictates so much of a relationship and obviously personality matters like i'm kind of like including that as like a subset of looks like a part under it but it's like people don't think about actual compatibility with other more important things mm -hmm. like if i like for one example i once asked someone do you care if you marry or date someone of a different religion you know what they go love is love i'm like oh wow such an idealistic way of thinking right then i go love is love but if i believe one thing and they believe another and we have kids what are our kids going to believe Right now, some might say I'm going too far ahead, but I would say this is more important. Like imagine yeah, getting yeah, into no. marriage with a person than having a kid. It's baffling to me. And I laugh because some people that are close to me are dumb enough to think these things. And I'm just like, no, love is not love. This isn't a Cinderella failure show, okay? I fell in love with him and everything worked out. No, that's not how love works. All right? <laughs> it's not how it works. Yeah, yeah. I pretty much agree with pretty much everything you said. And then I'm going to come back to what do you call it. You said that primarily nowadays looks and uh, looks and other material uh, possessions are what dictates the relationship. And see, that's what's hard about it. Like, it would be nice, you know, first date kind of thing, you know, to have like an interview kind of thing, you know, and just talk about who you are as a person kind of thing. But the issue is human beings need for satisfaction and acknowledgement you know because they don't want to go out to date you know and express their opinions and then they just get torn down by whoever they're dating they don't want their beliefs and all that stuff to just be rip, ripped out from under them they want to know that you know over time like oh yeah he definitely believes when i believe anywhere compatible and that's the issue because if you don't get that stuff out of the way in the first place then you're only setting yourself up later to have an even worse fall. Couldn't have said it better. Like with like, obviously it's, it, it, it seems uncouth or kind of rude to ask those questions on a first date mm -hmm. in today's world. And I go, well, just cause something is this way, doesn't mean it should be that way. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I'm not saying like literally like an interview, but it's also like, what is the best way you can get to know someone? Right. So like, if I was really trying to vet someone out generally, people like used to date more towards marriage not, I'm not not so much today but it's like if I was trying to get to know someone maybe I'll go and talk to their parents maybe I'll go and talk to their brothers maybe I would actually see people who maybe know them uh, assuming they would be decently reliable people and they might tell me certain things right like if I was gonna if it's about like I love my brothers and stuff right but if it's about marriage and like someone came up and said 
oh, look, I'm kind of interested in your brother. I'm trying to get to know him. Can you tell me about him? I'm not going to lie to them to protect my brother because out of respect for my brother too, I'm not going to put him in a marriage that I think isn't going to work out. I'm going to be like, yo, look, he he might be prone to do this. He kind of isn't that good at this. He's kind of, and then I'll say some good points. Too. I'll say what's, I'll say the truth and as much as I can say it without trying to bash him too much. But I'll say what mm-hmm. needs to be said. If he's like a player who goes around having sex with a girl, I'm going to be like, look, this is what I know he's done in the past. I'm not saying he would do it again, but I'm just saying look out for that because just out of, out of respect, this person is actually trying to pursue an actual relationship and I'm going to be like, look, I'm going to say it as it is, right? Now, obviously, I'm not saying everyone else might do that, but uh, assuming they would, right? It's like when you date someone, or generally in the old days, marriage was connected like two families, right? Yeah. Nowadays, I know people who marry people and like they don't even like talking to the other side of the family, which is like, okay, people can have their problems and stuff. But like, just like more of like an internal sense. Like in the old days, if a guy was a player, right? Yeah. How hard was it for him to be a player in the old days? Like, just as a question, like, is it easier to be a player in the old days or now, and why? Uh, definitely easier to be a player now, you know, because in the older days, first of all, uh, there wasn't a population-wise, it wasn't as big. So if anything did happen, it was pretty much known automatically. Secondly. Mm-hmm. In a similar vein, because there were still those people, you know, it's hard to deviate and do anything that would be considered wrong because that's an easy way to get yourself ostracized. But nowadays, you know, you can just go off into the middle of nowhere and do whatever the hell you want and nobody will know, you know, because people are so inundated with tons of things, especially with the advent of phones and social media. You know, people are are constantly on their phones being contacted by like dozens of people at a time. So, you know, it's impossible to just keep track on us, keep tabs on a single person at all times. So, you know, it gets Mm. the opportunity to just be like, yep, sure, whatever. And then again, like you said, the, uh, the ability of instant gratification that people can get, you know, you can get anything anywhere. There's no reason to wait around for someone. If you can just go out to anywhere, or call someone up and be like, yep, I want this right now. And you just get it. Okay. Like, yeah, I couldn't probably said it better myself. Like I agree. Like when you say literally like, go out in the middle of nowhere, like it just makes me think, you know, like the saying, it's like what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Like how people, when they go to like, maybe like do more of their, like more promiscuous things, male, female, they might like, go out to the club but if it's like really they're gonna like go out to florida they're gonna go to los angeles they're gonna go to a club in a place far away where no one is gonna recognize them i can go and i can be a player and i can be a hoe and no one is ever gonna know right Mm -hmm. and like i think another fact of the old days right like obviously like the population back then was smaller right the cities weren't as populated nowadays you could probably have sex with a different girl every other day and you probably never run into the same girl again unless you call them right but Like, another more important thing with the old days is, besides, like, kind of, like, ignoring social media for now, because that's obviously its own big thing, F- word spread it faster. Like, communities were much more close-knit. Like, they knew each other. Like, they were friends with each other. They were connected. So, like, if I had sex with, like, the local farmer's daughter, right, and I played her, and, like, we weren't married, and, like, I have sex with her, then I leave, she's going to tell all the girls in that community that I'm a player. I'm going to be caught before I even do it. So, if I wanted to, like, go somewhere else, I'd have to, like, maybe get on my horse and like travel 10 miles down or something. But like, if I'm staying in that community, the females in that community, they would know I'm a player. So they wouldn't willingly date a player. Nowadays in the same high school, I know girls who don't even know what guys are players, which baffles me because you would think the process is like, I don't necessarily like making assumptions, but like if you were the accuracy that you can assume on who's a player is so seems so easy. Maybe I'll come from a guy's perspective so you can call it skew, but yeah. It seems that it should be quite easy to see who's a player or not. It's like just 
if you find the guy attractive, generally they're already more likely to be a player than not. So if you see your other friends find him attractive, if you see him dating other girls, you can be like, okay, maybe I should be wary around this guy. Right? Like just just basic common sense. Like that, I mean, he got <laughs> he's in high school, he got hormones, he looks good. You really think he hasn't tried to have sex with any of the girls who've talked to him? Like you think all these girls like him and nothing has happened, you're deluding yourself. <laughs> and what sucks more is after like females maybe like get played or like they didn't get commitment from the guy, it's become so normalized that they don't really go and spread like maybe they'll tell like their friend group right but it's not like they're gonna like tell the school some might call that uncouth right it's like oh you shouldn't like i would say if being i think being a player or being a hoe is wrong i don't care what sex does it right mm-hmm. i would say if you want to stop other people from being hurt by this player or being used by him you should it would be the right thing to do it would be it would be the morally you'd be morally obligated to tell the other woman in that area to watch out for that guy now, that might be, like, not the most politically correct position, but I'll hold it regardless. I agree, I agree. Yeah, it's just become so commonplace nowadays to just, you know, be a player, be a hoe. So it makes it impossible to discern who's who because nobody wants to talk about it. Because, you know, especially, again, the individuality bit that I was talking about earlier, you don't know if your circumstances will make you turn into a player in the end, you know? Literally, you could be one of those people who are like, you know, players, that ain't right, you know? You know, I got a girlfriend, I'm just gonna be, you know, obligated to stay with her, I'm gonna be committed and loyal. And then you just see that one girl that just makes you go, ah, you know? It's just... <laughs> I can't go on with this no more, you know. I got to it. <laughs> I mean, speaking on that, I normally like there's kind of I think there's like a saying that goes like men are generally as loyal as their options, mm-hmm. which there's some truth to it. So like guys generally want to have sex with most girls they see. But most girls they see don't want to have sex with them or <laughs> like aren't attracted to them, right? So yeah. generally that's why like guys who are like good looking, have money or like the type of guys women would like generally are the ones that are going to be players because you can't be a player <laughs> if women aren't attracted <laughs> to you, <laughs> right? Like, it's like, it's generally the bare minimum. That's like normally why, if you see movies, the way players are depicted, they're almost seen as cooler than like the main character. But the main character like wins her over by like being loyal or like showing he actually loves her. It's like, you wish real life was like that. Like if guys did the things they saw in movies to get girls, they'd be considered creeps or something. Like, <laughs> whoa, you bought me flowers even though I already rejected you? Like, oh, you're a weirdo, you know? Like this it's not as easy as, oh, if you love them, you're gonna you're gonna go get them, you know. True love. No, no. True love is not real. I always tell people, you don't even know what made you fall in love with the other person. I know it wasn't love at first sight. I know you can't give me the date you fell in love. Love is quite an interesting emotion, right? Like no, if you tell a person what made you fall in love with the guy and they give you certain things, oh, the way she looked, the way they did this, the way they cared about me, I would just go, well, they're not the only person you could love because another person could have done those things for you, but they're the first one to do it. Now, I'm not saying like you don't love them and I'm not saying I underestimate that, but it's like people kind of like, oh, like this got to be this person right here. I'm like, why would you limit yourself to one person when so much more people are capable of accomplishing that? That's why like, I think love is generally more built then it is just there. Like, you know how people say, oh, I'm still looking for a guy I like to date. How do you like the guy if you ain't dated him yet? Make it make sense. Is it just looks? Because that's easy. Okay, go on your local Tinder and find a guy. You try to find a guy you think looks good. Like, or like, or no, no, what's like a more funny saying? It's, it's like the one where like, you're that friend with a girl and she goes, oh, 
I wish I had a guy just like you. Like, damn, that's like one of the biggest insults a girl could do to do. Like, she really just said, so like, I want him to care about me like you do, but not you. Because you probably don't look good enough. You probably don't make enough money. But I want a guy like you that isn't you. Like, imagine how much that hurts, bro. It's like, damn, that guy right there, he is my skiing, bro. Man went through all that just to find out that. Now, it would have been easier if, like, maybe he was more open and said, look, I'm thinking of you as a potential relationship partner. I mean, maybe he just wants to have sex because that's mainly what most guys want to do these days. But maybe it was, a, look, I was trying to be a relationship partner with you. Um, if you find me attractive, can I talk to you? Can we, like, see if we'd be compatible? He wouldn't need to be in that situation. But here he is committing all this time and energy into her. And then it's like, oh, yeah, bro, you're just, you're just my good friend, bro. <laughs> like, I love your personality. It's the greatest. I just wish another guy had it. Ooh, things like that, they hurt. That concludes today's episode. Thank you for listening to today's Unheard Thoughts. Please subscribe to our podcast and look out for any new episodes. Feel free to head on over to our Anchor page where you can record a voice message to comment on the episode, to suggest future episode topics, or to join one of our conversations. 